Hey everyone, in this episode we're going to talk with Mazari Memon. She was on the podcast before. She's a fine artist, but we came to talk again because she just launched a new book called Mysteries in Color. And it's a very interesting book about um, not just coloring, but an invitation for you to reflect. And it's a very different book. So you're gonna hear more about the project in the podcast so i hope you enjoy welcome to the artistically you podcast where mixed media art is a place for all here we are going to talk about art as a mindful practice connect with our creativity and embrace curiosity this is your host mixed media artist jana Oliveira. Mazarin, it's so good to have you back here. It's so exciting. And I'm really excited for the topic we have today. And we have Mazarin back here today. And Mazarin was my first guest here on the podcast. And we are back so soon because she has a new book, as I talked to you guys in the beginning of the introduction. And we're going to talk a little deeper about the book because uh, The Mysteries in Color, I think, is such a unique concept in terms of I don't want to say coloring book but for people kind of understand what it is without seeing the book of course we're going to put links and everything and I'm going to share also uh, Instagram live that we did we both created together using the book but Mazarin first welcome and uh, tell us a little bit about if people are just listening and didn't see the book yet what the book is about Thank you, Jana, for having me back. It's it's wonderful that I'm back here with uh, talking to you about the book, actually. So as you said, the book, I hate calling it a coloring book because whilst no. it is coloring, you are supposed to color in the book. The book is really about um, working with your own perspectives. Mm. So I think I'm going to use this word, which I came upon when I started creating my own body of work, which is called pareidolia. Mm -hmm. And pareidolia is really this neuroscience phenomenon where we tend to see familiar shapes and forms in random visuals. So mm. I think everyone remembers looking up at the clouds and, um, you know, seeing all these shapes in there, sometimes an eagle or upside down bear or mm -hmm. even stars as well, right? So exactly. You look at the stars. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, not even just constellations, but you kind of tend to see that. And we still see this as adults, but I don't know if also if people recall that if you've seen something and you point it out and mm -hmm. somebody goes, no, but I don't see that, but I see this. So mm -hmm. the entire book is created on that basis. So mm -hmm. taking that particular phenomenon of pareidolia, I started creating these ink blots and that's how the book came about because mm -hmm. I also wanted people to create some sort of a mindfulness practice. And I find creativity through this book and through the ink blots is perhaps one of the easiest way to get into a sort of mindfulness practice. So that's really what the book is about. So just going a little deeper, I think in our first interview, we talked a little bit about this kind of phenomenon, mm -hmm. but just go a little bit for people can understand better. Does everybody can have that, uh, have that kind of ability to do that, do you think? Absolutely. Yes. What I'm saying is that we do see familiar forms generally. It may not be in the same thing, 
but you know, walking past, I've seen people who are who don't even have an artistic uh, practice, but they have taken photographs of say leaves and say, mm-hmm. oh, that looks like a lip. So if you can see that, and if you're able to even draw a stick figure mm-hmm. or pick up a color pencil or any pencil, you are able to create in mm-hmm. a book like this. Mm-hmm. And people will see familiar things anyways. It, you don't have to be artistic to do that. It's just the power of observation. It's just you know, how your brain functions. It's really all about that. Yeah. And I have the book, as I said, we, we did the activity together. But just so people can understand a little better um, visually, and uh, I'm sure they're going to get curious and going to want to check the book. And mm-hmm. by the way, if you're in the USA, the book is on Amazon and uh, Mysteries in Color. So the pages, when we say coloring book, that's why it's not fair to call the book a coloring right. book. Because coloring book, as we all understand, the designer does some kind of design and you just color inside. Mm-hmm. What this book has that is so unique is, wouldn't you agree that the ink blots are some kind of abstract, the pages are abstract art, Mm -hmm. and you can do with that abstract art whatever you want in terms of creating things, Mm -hmm. right? And actually, when we uh, create on Instagram, we create totally different things. From the same ink blot. From the same ink blot. So I think that is what is uh, unique, and I want you to talk a little bit about why you wanted to do something that was different than what it was out there. So let me just go back to my own practice. What mm-hmm. I realized, uh, and this book has been in the making for nearly four years now, because wow. I really needed to uh, gather information from everyone. And I would kind of practice it with, you know, when I was doing my classes and I would give them that sheet as an exercise. Mm-hmm. So I realized that, um, my work was called Mysteries in Color. There was when I had my first exhibition all the way, um, I think it was 2005. Uh, we had an art critique that came by and he looked at the work and he says, oh my God, this is like a mysterious kind of thing happening. It's, I would call it Mysteries in Color. And I thought that's a nice way of talking about my work because mm. what I realized that even though my work, I always start with an ink blot. I start with an ink blot and I create with intent on my canvas. So when the artwork develops organically, I start accentuating the form. So for example, if I feel I'm gonna create a body of work with horses, Mm -hmm. I would throw the ink blots. That's how I start my work. Mm -hmm. And then I would start defining everything that I saw. But then I realized that people would be standing in front of my artwork And they would start identifying things that I had not actually defined myself. Mm. Or they started pointing out, did you notice that there was a dog over here? Or did you notice there's a human figure over there? Mm -hmm. And that even though I had not created that, they could see it. And then I realized this is amazing. This perspective that people have from these ink blot Mm -hmm. foundations that I would start my work with And I thought, well, how fascinating if they could have their own ink blots to define what they have seen without me touching those ink blots, because anyway, that's the foundation of my work. So like the conventional coloring books where there are, you know, lines to draw within or there's a form, it's the same thing. It doesn't really allow you to expand on your creativity. Whereas this particular thing 
it's such a wonderful mindfulness experience when you go through it because you're so focused in trying to figure out what is it that I see. It's almost like a visual, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, crossword puzzle or some mm -hmm. sort of a puzzle. So sometimes some people have That's seen true. one. Yeah, one whole thing in the ink blot, as you saw. I think you created mm -hmm. a flowers. Of course. Exactly. <laughs> and I saw a little bear somewhere and a rabbit. Right. So it could be. It was very cute. Yeah. So, um, and also this allowed people to um, see other people's perspectives and actually um, embrace each one's perspective. Mm -hmm. Because I could not say, oh, Jana, that's wrong. That's not what I see, because you right. showed me what you saw. Mm -hmm. So I think that was really the main focus on this book, allowing people to have their own creative explosion on these pages. Um, and when they've worked with families. So the beauty of this is when you start working with people in a group, it's kind of fun to see each other's perspectives when you're, you know, like in a family gathering, because there's, there's always this pull and push of, no, I'm right, this was my opinion, but now everyone's got the saving blot and you're all working off that. And mm -hmm. you see, oh, that's true. I do see that now. So, yeah. But what would you say, because I think why is very unique in that sense and something that the regular coloring book produces though, I we are not against coloring books. I think they are wonderful. I just did, a, I was a guest on a podcast and, and the host loves coloring books because it relaxes her, which they are amazing for relaxation because your brain, you just color and you don't need to do anything. But what would you say if people see the ink blots in the book and think and, and feel intimidated by it? They feel that they have to know how to draw mm -hmm. because it's a very common block that people have in regards to art. So one thing, like I said, you this book is not about artistry. It's about creativity. Mm -hmm. So you need to forget about, you're not competing with a professional artist. You're not competing with a camera. You're not competing with each other. You're just worried about your own perspective, your own creativity. So this book is meant to bring the child out in you. So like I said, initially, if you can draw a stick figure, if you can draw a line or a circle or just potter around doodling with a color pencil, this book is for you. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry. And the, the, the thing is that, first of all, there are no forms. There are no def definite forms. Exactly. So, and the other thing is you're not starting with a blank page either yes right so you're not intimidated there's already a foundation and I would say sit with it don't worry about jumping onto the page right away the book has 24 ink plots so you can tear out the pages which means mm -hmm. you can take it to other lights you can take it with you to a cafe if you're sitting if you're sitting in your yeah. backyard just pick up a few color pencils crayons whatever you have at home mm -hmm. and just sit with it a bit the more you focus on that ink blot and turn the page around a little bit, look at it upside down, move your perspective. I assure you something or the other will come up for you. And all you need to do is then just start defining it. You can trace, you know, you can color it in, you can um, do an outline. It doesn't matter. That's yeah. And I, I think that is something that we are, we need today is, is to have even, even artists is to have that practice that don't have any, 
any objective, any goal. The only goal really is relaxation and mindfulness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think we are losing that a little bit. We are very judgmental sometimes with ourselves. We mm -hmm. forget to have grace with ourselves. And I think what the book does and this ink blots, they invite you to let it go a little bit. Um, that perception that you have to do something magnificent. Yeah. Um, sometimes we have to remind that it's a book. Yeah. And there is no mess up. If you don't like something, go to the other ink blot. And you can always buy another book. Yeah. And I, I think that at the same time, as you said, it, it sparks that exercise of creativity that we need. We rely a lot on Pinterest or other things to have that spark of ideas. Mm -hmm. And I think if you are with something like that, that doesn't give you norms, doesn't give a cookie cutter thing, mm -hmm. it will push your brain to have that kind of thing you know, the ideas without having a uniform way you have to do it. Agreed, yes. And I think that's the kind of things we, we have to do more. Like that's why I buy cheap notebooks and I just sketch with them and try not to look at anything. I don't Pinterest anything just like there. Sometimes I hate it. Sometimes go to the next page. It's a 99 cent book. Mm -hmm. exactly you know? and I think this is a little bit lost don't you think it is it is and you know what Jenna I noticed that there are some studies that have also shown that just 45 minutes of just even just random doodling significantly reduces the cortisol levels which is your stress yeah. bust in your mm -hmm. head or in your yeah. and the chatter in your brain so yeah like I mean no, doodling. you don't need to be an artist to doodle. So no. look at this book as a I mean, doodling. sometimes how many of us are talking to someone on the phone yeah. and we just start doodling or scribbling. I remember when I was in class, mm -hmm. I would listen for me to concentrate. I would listen to the teacher and start doodling on the side of mm -hmm. my notes. Yeah. Um, because it was a way for me to kind of concentrate. Um if you see all my college, uh, you know, notebooks, they all have on the side spine, all do doodles of me in class together with my notes. And wasn't it such a free flow when you did it? Yeah. And so yeah. this book is all about doodling in a sense, but with somehow intent. Because and I, I think of Ria because it's like, oh, this is my notes from class. Yeah. Like nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. And I think that's what is missing today. We have to remind ourselves that nobody cares right? We are doing the thing to, for the thing itself show up to us. I think that's something of the inky blots is like, it show up to us, mm -hmm. but you just have to have a little bit of courage as well, right? Exactly. But so what is the thing that you seen people use more? Do people just use coloring pencils or what they are uh, doing? 
mostly I I, I used been, markers. I know I saw beautiful. And you said that they were great enough, like it, it didn't bleed through to the next no, page. No, no. And then so, that's something I was going to say, like the book has very, very thick pages. I can't wait for my more colorful paints to get here because I want to play with the book of paints mm -hmm. to experiment. And no, it was amazing. And I used Sharpies, which are yeah, very strong. And it didn't bleed at all. And what I like, because, you know, even coloring books, sometimes you want to use watercolor, you can't mm -hmm. use some coloring books. There are some coloring books that are very high quality, but the majority of them are not and they bleed and you cannot use watercolor. Or if you want to use, you have to use a ground surface on top of the paper, like a watercolor ground. But um, I loved, and I, I said to you before, uh, that I love the quality of the book. Yeah. I think it's important to have the kind, of, especially when people are going to use all kinds of materials, right? Because we don't know what the creativity call for. But yeah. your, main, your main thing is for the book to be easy to take away with you. So then coloring pencils would be a good alternative. Coloring right? pencils, I mean, we all... People have even used um, fountain pens or they've used, oh, you know, yes. color because we have such fabulous inks now. Yes. People have used crayons because you can pick up a box oh, of Crayola true. crayons from wherever. Yes. Um, so really anything that is easy for you to carry. And like I said, because the sheets are perforated, the actual ink blocks. Yeah, you can remove them. You easily. can just tear off whatever pages. You, you don't even have to carry the entire book. And I wanted to also add that with this book, we've been doing a lot of corporate workshops, which have been absolutely amazing. Uh, we did a couple of them with Sun Life. We did a few with IT. Um, we are probably doing one with CAMH, which is another organization here for uh, people with um, uh, mental health issues. And it's such a stress buster it's so wonderful and oh, yeah. especially when it's kind of a team building where sometimes in a room we've had the business heads we have had uh, you know ceos as well as the sales and all staff. these companies they do have a lot of stress and sometimes it's a lot yeah. of mental work right yeah. and i i think it's great i heard that a lot of more companies are doing yeah. this kind of workshops now yeah. for their um employees for them to try something just to mm -hmm. distress their mind and it's true I was going to to say but just backtrack a little bit you were talking about the courses on um research yes and I did a, a podcast episode a time ago and yes I was looking at some researches and also there is some research that says that they put two groups one that didn't do art you know whatever there is not like fancy art but yeah. one that they put to do arts and crafts and they noticed that it sparked the frontal lobe connections. So it really relaxed them. So mm -hmm. it is proven now absolutely, you know, by research that any kind of art you do, I mean, if you think about it, the arts and craft industry is a billion dollar industry. Mm -hmm. You know, we have, uh, I don't know what kind of stores you have there in Canada, but here, like you go to Hobby Lobby, because they are huge. Oh, yeah, Dick over Blake. here too. There are quite a few. Yes. Yeah. Dick Bleak and all this company, they are huge. And they are, you know, I don't know even how many years. Dick Bleak is like, I don't know, 50 years old or more, probably more. So it's it's a big industry. It is. And why? 
I think the reason why, because it gives people joy. It gives people, you know, that sparkle. And also, don't you think that people can use something color and do the thing and they can give away. When you give away to someone, I mean, we know that and we see the pleasure that it's so good for when you give something handmade to someone, right? And I think that is wonderful. So in this um, corporate trainings that you guys are doing, what is the reaction of people? Do they get at first scared when they look at the they ink do. blots? Some of them look at the ink blots, but the, but the thing is the way we facilitate the workshops is we kind of ask them to give us an introduction and when have they had practiced art, whether it mm -hmm. was yesterday, a month ago, or they don't remember. Then we go in through... Um, you know what the workshop is going to do for you it allows you to de-stress you're going to have fun with your colleagues and friends and see each other's perspectives as we go through and then we show them a couple of examples simple ones and actually done by other participants so they know that I don't need to be an artist somebody has just done a little visual of where you know if they see a certain thing they've just outlined it or you know just a bit of cross hatching with a pencil so I just want to show them the simplicity of all you need to do is just define what you've seen. However right. you do it is your page. And in the workshop, they use what? Colored pencils? Well, what we do is I send them three ink blots, three ink blots, which are not in the book, because if mm -hmm. they want to buy the book, then at least it's a whole different set of ink mm -hmm. blots. And we send them a set of color pencils and a sharpener. So they all have their individual packages and we all work from each so when I facilitate the workshop, we all start with the same ink blot and we kind of have a little banter and everyone points out, oh, I see this and they turn the page around. And then about 10 minutes, we play some soft music and everyone's working on their sheets. And the one thing I, the two things I ask them is when you were working on that sheet, did any of you think of any sort of stress or anything mm. that was life related mm -hmm. so say a workshop is on a Friday morning I would ask them so did any of you think about oh my goodness I have a meeting two hours into ours or the weekend's coming up what do we do with the fact and they said no we nothing came up we were wow. just in the flow um, so this is what I mean the art and getting into the flow and like I said with the corporates it's really interesting because when everyone held it up, it's it's really fascinating how maybe some might see something similar, mm -hmm. but mostly the things, and I've created the ink blots. So mm -hmm. sometimes when I've seen some of the perspectives, I'm gobsmacked. I'm like, my goodness, I never saw that. Yeah, so, it's something interesting also. And also I want to say to people that the book has an Instagram account, which is Mysteries in Color. Um, what I like also is that what you guys show in the in the Instagram and throughout your showing all the book, not just your account, but the book account, is not go right away. Like just look at the ink blot, turn around, reflect on it. Cause I this is another thing. We don't reflect much on things no, today, don't. right? <laughs> we don't stay present. That's the whole no. thing. We just move to the next thing. Let's go yes. to the next thing. I was watching. Um, I like a lot Eckhart Tolle and I was watching one of his videos yesterday and he was saying I'm gonna stop talking now and if I stop talking for one minute or 10 seconds are you able to just sit still 
and just feel the presence now and don't feel like oh my god why is he not talking why he's looking in the way why is he are you able so mm -hmm. what we have to practice is sometimes just be still and look and then he kind of stopped talking and then he said when I stop talking I'm looking at you I'm not thinking about anything mm -hmm. I'm just feeling the presence yeah and I love when you you have some reels that you show yourself turning the ink blots and I was thinking wow I mean, I think as artists, sometimes we do that with our canvases, right? We turn, we yeah. see, because sometimes we need a little spark of idea. Yeah. But it made me think about, wow, we don't sometimes just reflect on things. We just want to go for it, what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. And just like, mm -hmm. and that's why I love oils so much because oils force you yeah. <laughs> to kind of wait and reflect. Sometimes I give it a pause because I'm like, I, I need to give a pause and I'm not worried because I know it's going to be wet the next day. Mm -hmm. While acrylics, I feel it rushes me. I yeah. have to think really fast. Yeah. And I think that sense of calm and like reflecting is a little missing. And I think the, the book provides us with that exercise. Yeah. Don't go for it right away. Reflect what you see, yeah. what you don't see, or what you want to see, right? Because sometimes it's about what do you want to see. Exactly that. I believe sometimes when you see something, it's because you really want to see that. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and the book also has um, examples, right? You, the book yes. has examples and you have a video that people can connect with. The, the book has a link there. and you Yeah, it has connect. a QR code. So you can right. just scan it and it takes you to some videos that tells you what you can do when you see something. The video never tells you, see this or see that. Mm -hmm. I just go through it and I say, this is what you could see and this is how you would define it. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And also, Jenna, I'd like to add when you said um, the reflection, I have noticed that people who have bought the book and have worked through some of the pages, mm -hmm. now when they go out, a couple of them have actually taken a page with them. And when they're walking, they're not on their phones. Mm -hmm. They're not, they're actually observing the things around say they're walking with their dog or they're just going for a stroll mm -hmm. it's almost the music is on yes they would listen to music but they're not on their phones checking emails they're like observing and most of them said it's so nice to kind of suddenly like oh I see that oh this looks familiar and a couple of them have actually taken a sheet and just a lead pencil just an HP pencil and if they feel, oh, I'm going to just sit by the seaside or I'm going to be just sitting by a lake. Um, so really like whatever they are exercising the book, they are taking yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they've taken the page and they feel, I'm going to take this blue ink blot because I'm just going to be by a marina today and I'm going to mm -hmm. see if anything sparks. Sometimes it wouldn't. But the fact that they're getting into that mind frame of just relaxing or just practicing a bit of mindfulness or being focused or being present as we are all like, and we've gone through such a chaotic year and a half that yeah. I think this is really needed, the slowing down of the brain and that chatter that like what happens next. Yeah. I think that I'm really aiming that all these things get checked off with this book. Mm -hmm. Everyone is gonna look at it quite differently um, there are no like, yes, this is going to happen, but I hope that that is some sort of a help in moving that way with the book. Yeah. It's a beautiful book, but as 
Okay, on the business side of things, was that too stressful for you to launch the book? I know it's a process, it took four years to get the book together, but how was for you the learning curve to launch this book? Oh my goodness, it took me, um, I have a fantastic, first of all, a fantastic designer and brand manager. She did my entire website for me. And she's the one who worked with the book. And then my husband, who's in marketing, mm. worked on the wording because as an artist, we see things. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. We <laughs> see things, And he says, no, I'm a lay person. So the book is 68 pages. So the initial pages, which talks about pareidolia, which talks about being mindful, which talks about an art process um, and how to see these ink plots. He helped me. I mean, I, of course, had all the copy because the way I was looking at it, mm -hmm. I had to have my own wordings and my own um, uh, my own take on why this book mm -hmm. about me. But from a person who is in marketing, a person who is not an artist, right. helped create the words. So and then we tested it with a few people. We asked people, does this make sense to you? If I have to mm -hmm. give you this ink plot and this is the content on how to, would you be able to go through this process without mm -hmm. me being present and me not being able to facilitate? And so the clarity kept getting a little more streamlined, streamlined. So it was about close to over a year before it went into print. And then even yeah. with the print, the papers had to be just right. right. And then we were wondering, do we have perforations or not? And I thought, well, the entire book, it's not the coloring book, right? There's a lot of information that allows you to understand why, mm -hmm. how do you go yes. through this book? So then we decided it's stupid for people to carry an entire book around. So it's easy to just tear off a page. And, mm -hmm. and again, like you said, it's, uh, it's going to be your artwork. So the, yeah. the book is designed in a way where it fits into a really good eight by 10 frame um, yeah frame or an eight by ten mat right i was going to say that also that you can frame the pages once you tear them up you can frame yeah. the pages and you can give it away yeah. to people and if you like thinking blood so much you can just <laughs> frame them <laughs> but um but also i you know i've been following you through this process and it's it's a lot of work and to not just to marketing, but like to educate people on your vision of what the book, how, how the book can help them, mm -hmm. right? Because it's, it's unique yeah. and you have to make sure people understand. And I think it was a fabulous idea that you guys created the Instagram um, for the book because it's a direct link and you also have a website, right? Yeah. And because it really helps people to understand. Um, is the book right now available where? I know it's available here in the United States through the Amazon. It's available on Amazon Canada. It's available on Amazon US. And I think we have changed the setting on Amazon US so that if people in the UK or India need to buy it or other places, mm -hmm. they are able to buy it through the Amazon US site. Mm -hmm. um, the Instagram account also has all the links in the mm -hmm. link tree. So yeah, I'm Streets in Color also has its own, through Shopify, it has its own website too. Mm -hmm. So if people are, aren't able to get it through Amazon, they can buy it through um, its own website. And yeah, 
Yeah. And also, I think it's a great way for people to immerse themselves on abstract art. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes there is a little misconception about abstract art and people are intimidated or something. Oh, this is too easy. My kid could draw that. Mm -hmm. exactly. um, and when you're really going to do abstract art, you see that's not that easy. No. <laughs> and you know, it involves a lot of, you know, rules of composition and things like that. And what I like also is that the ink blots, they, they have a range of colors. Mm. So there are some that are darker and some that are lighter. And I think that can appeal for majority of people. Yeah, and there's some that are very simple, which has a lot more of a negative space. So that if you feel like there was, there were some where I did a more casual, a more, um, not a corporate, but it was more. Um, uh, with That's true. Also, we should say like the ink blouse, they don't take the whole page. So no. you don't feel like you have space in the page you yeah. know, um, to do other things that you want. Yeah, because I mean, even working with uh, a couple of workshops where we did with couples, there were six couples and it was really interesting because they said, oh, I, I think I'm going to start on the white and then see if it connects to the ink blot. So mm -hmm. again, and I think Jenna, you had also mentioned that it'd be nice to kind of journal in or write yeah. thoughts. Yeah, I think there are several things I have in mind for the book when my things arrive here. I think it's excellent for our journaling. Mm -hmm. I think if you are intimidated to be an art journaler, and I have a whole podcast and a blog post about what is art journaling, if you're not familiar with uh, at the blog, but it, the thing with art journalists, people are afraid of the blank page. Yeah. And you can totally write on top of the pages and also add extra art mm -hmm. because this is what art journal is about. Um, you can do collage on top of it. Totally. I have all kinds of crazy ideas, Mazarin. I hope you're <laughs> going to share it all with us because you do some um, amazing journaling stuff. And yeah, so I think it's the possibilities. I know um, the intent of you guys in the, in the social media is to show people how simple we can be. But, you know, for us, they're like a little more possessed and have more experience. I wanted to say to people that are listening, hey, if you are our journaler, if you are already a people that have some, a person that has more experience doing collages and things like that, hey, go for it. Yeah. Don't feel that it's just, you know, and if you don't like color pencils, again, I used markers, I use all kinds of things. So just Anything. go for it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, it does bring the child out in you uh, for yeah. people who are not artists. Like I said, if you can draw a stick figure, if you can just scribble or doodle the books for you. But like you mentioned, it's great for artists because normally what I do is if I'm starting a collection and I've had a, you know, because of the book, I've not had a lot of time in my studio really creating the work. So when I need a bit of a nudge, I just tear off a page and I just start at least that creative block. So it's it's even for professional artists who feel like, I have this creative block. I'm, it's like authors, they look at a mm -hmm. blank page and you know you have these little prompts that they say, yeah. okay, here's a line, finish the story. Or here's the end, yeah. what comes before it. This ink plot is almost like that for artists. Mm -hmm. You know, you just get that little, you yeah. have that, that creative no block. Pressure. 
no pressure it's yeah. not a i have to put this on instagram nothing of this no no, no it's just, nothing of just this. do what you want with it yes. like you said tear up the pages cut them up they are them. absolutely beautiful i can wait i have some plans to do some collages with it and some stenciling with it and i can't wait for it do you through all this process have any time to create now yourself <laughs> I saw you just went back, right? I just went back because I have a commission that I have to finish. And honestly, all I've done in this last little while is just worked on commissions, which is not a bad thing. I love that. Um, But I haven't really created a body of work since my France show that happened earlier Mm -hmm. in the year. I just haven't. Uh, But the good thing is because of the book, if I feel, oh, I've just not created enough. I just sit down with a book mm-hmm. and I just get I mean, going. you've been showing us how to use the book, which is nice, yeah. but I was just um, thinking, oh, she must be missing her studio because she has been so busy. <laughs> I do miss it a lot. But like I said, this is great because it's at least something. I mean, I don't have to worry about it. I have to open up the studio. I have to get mm-hmm. my things out. Sometimes if I'm just sitting out and going through emails or uh, booking workshops which like I said mm-hmm. have done really well um, I just take the book with me and I keep doodling or scribbling on it and I say oh I saw this today I guess because also the workshops I've mm-hmm. seen so many perspectives that I tend to get into their heads and so say, how oh, the companies contact you to have a workshop it's all on the website so oh, on the okay. mosquito and color website you can book a workshop from there and uh, we do workshops up to 10 or 20 people. Mm-hmm. Um, when things open up, we are, of course, open to doing it in person, which is oh, that would be fun, right? Which is so much fun uh, because then we can play round robin. They can have breakout rooms and you can five people with one. Yeah, so many ideas. Yeah. So there are so many, so many ways to have this workshop be more creative and fun. But yeah. so far we've been doing it on Zoom and it's gone really well. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, when people can get together you can have even specific classes with the pages of the book yeah yeah you know um and by the way your studio is your garage right to tell people that your studio is your garage so Mazarin tell people how they can learn more and see of course I'm gonna link but how they can find you how they can find uh the book so first of all if you want to follow me on Instagram it's Mazarin Memon or you follow the Instagram link for Mysteries in Color. Both are linked. So whenever mm-hmm. I, I anyway tag both, uh, yeah, the I'm other Instagram post. is Mysteries in Color. Mm-hmm. And both of uh, the Instagram accounts have the link tree, all the links, including my website. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, I have a lot of updates on the book currently. Uh, and uh, yeah, and like I said, they're available on Amazon and US and Canada and through its own website, Mysteries in Color. And of course, contact me through any of these mediums if you want to know more about it. Uh, the book also, like I mentioned earlier, has a QR code. So you can just scan it and go to, there are, I think, two or three videos. I will be populating it a little more. Oh, nice. Yeah, but there are about two or three videos that give you a really good idea of how to work on those books but again it's such an easy process honestly Mm -hmm. pick up anything take a look and imagine you're on your back looking at the clouds and you see something that's exactly what you would Mm -hmm. apply on these ink plots that's that's as simple as that yes and i will in the blog post for this episode 
I will, of course, post all the links. I would recommend people to follow Miss Reason Caller because it gives not just it's such a relaxing account, um, but it gives you a lot of tips and it's showing also you are reposting what people are creating in the stories and all that. And of course, if you do buy the book, tag tag the book there and tag Mazarin and she, I'm sure she'll be happy that to see what you've been creating. Yeah. And I can wait to see if you guys got the books. And also we do our art talk every, every two weeks on uh, Instagram. Yeah. And our pages, uh, my page, Mazarin page and Marina's page. So I will sure to include that yeah. as well in the blog post. Yeah, Mazarin, because that interesting. Yes. Thank you so much for coming to talk about the book. I had such a pleasure. It's such a unique project. I think it will, you know, it will really benefit a lot of people. It will. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jenna, for having me. Thanks for listening. Check episode notes at the number two worldart.com slash blog. Connect with Jana on Instagram at Jana underscore two worlds. And make sure to receive our artful insights by signing up at bit.ly slash join two worlds art.